0: Welcome to the Scale Model Podcast. In this podcast, we aim to entertain, inform, and promote the hobby of scale model kit building with interviews, reviews, and news about the hobby. The podcast is available bi-weekly where your favorite podcasts are found, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also get it from our website at scalemodelpodcast.com, where you can find show notes, photo gallery, and so much more. You can also subscribe to get notifications on all our updates, new episodes, and video content. Please support The Scale Model Podcast on Patreon. Patreon supporters enjoy early access to content and exclusive contests. Your Patreon support helps us to offset hosting and other costs to bring the podcast to you. Welcome to episode 124 of The Scale Model Podcast, sponsored by Cult TV Man, Sean's Custom Model Tools, and Return to Kit Form. I'm your host Stuart Clark and we have an absolutely jam-packed podcast and an absolutely jam-packed virtual studio with all of our usual suspects and another suspect. So first of all from the north shore of Lake Erie where he is running the wedding venue to the stars and avoiding monster mosquitoes from carrying him off Mr. Jeff Highland how are you sir?
1: I am I am not dead yet I am still here.
0: That's good you haven't an annoyed Lynn.
1: I, no, no, it's some damn mosquitoes. I mean, I oh, annoyed okay. them like crazy.
0: All right. I'm yeah, just saying. So we we
1: okay. can't go outside unless there's a good breeze.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what happens where you are, right? That's I keep right. saying well, a flame, flamethrower. A flamethrower. Flame
1: no, this summer's been bad because it's been one of the wettest summers that we've had. and Very uh, true. And very humid. And so there's, there's, there's standing water around and the mosquitoes are breeding like mosquitoes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like like bunnies on, only worse okay well, the bunnies and, are
2: bad too the bunnies are bad and, right. uh, now worse. if we could just get if we could just get rabbits to eat mosquitoes
1: well there it, you go uh, uh, bring right. some fox exactly
0: <laughs> okay so we may as well introduce that mysterious voice that you don't hear every day it is it is your friend and mine from the north shore of lake erie uh, that, or pretty close Not Lake Erie, Lake Ontario. God, my geography. Sorry, man. (laughs) Lake Ontario. (laughs) Ontario. Other guy. Chris Cyber, otherwise known as Lufram72, book author, Valkyrie maker, the guy we're all jealous of. Chris, how are you? I'm very well. Thanks for having me on, guys out we're very pleased to have you on we're going to talk about that awesome new book that's been making its way around the internet shortly uh we also have mister from the other side of of commissioner's road where i am in london mr anthony goodman
3: hello hello hello
0: how are you tonight sir
3: i'm i'm great how are you guys doing
0: we're doing good living the dream as always and then of course from just west of chicagoland in the house with puppies and other all sorts of chaotic things. Mr. Terry Measley, how are you?
4: Good evening, gentlemen. It it is indeed chaotic.
0: It is indeed. And 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 you're outnumbered by all these darn Canadians. No neutral.
4: Yes, you guys are more neutral. I'll <laughs> stay chaotic.
0: Take off, eh? <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So let's get right into it. And of course, we always want like, like to uh, remind people you can support the podcast through Patreon and buy me a coffee. Uh, we do have links on the show notes, and we'll talk about that at the end of the show. So some of the latest news. Um, those of you who have been following or following or along knows that the Nats, there was a bit of controversy. We talked about that uh, last podcast. Well, there was an announcement from the executive board. They've announced a no touch policy for models at contests after uh, that one incident, uh, even though technically it was legal. But a judge holding his uh, holding a little tank up in the air way up using a cell using a cell phone flashlights to apparent no no's from the show uh so they're going to uh change that which which i think is good because i think it means they're becoming a little bit more responsive which i think is awesome um chris uh what's been your opinion on this on this whole thing
2: i'm of the mind that you don't need to be picking up models um i don't think anything in a contest needs to be that serious that you risk damaging something that people have Mm -hmm. hundreds or even Mm -hmm. thousands of hours invested in um I mean, airplanes are a little more challenging because we tend to put a lot of effort onto the bottom, whether you're hanging ordnance or you're doing stains and whatnot. And, and obviously that makes it a challenge to, to try and see, uh, that certainly we're putting a plane securely on a base helps, although I wouldn't want to see somebody hoisting a plane on a base as high as, as that shot was. So, you know, I think it's the right call. I think it's the call that, that, Puts every everybody's best interests at mind, and and I was glad to see the IPMS USA eBoard make that make that call as quick as they did.
0: Exactly. Anyone else have some comments on this? Totally agree. Totally agree. So they much. Needed
4: to yeah, they needed to address it, and they addressed it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yep. So much so that we've just uh, reinforced our local rules. Uh, we use uh, IPMS Canada uses very close um to the ipms usa rules but we are the local chapters allowed to do their own and we've put a specific thing in saying that thou shall not lift a model it's not like the lion king guys that's you know that's the way we look at it so awesome well, and i think yeah. sorry if, mm-hmm, i think that's
2: ahead. important too because i think a lot of that starts at the grassroots Right, Agreed. the majority of judging is happening at a grassroots level, and so if we can institute that mm-hmm. at a grassroots level, that's going to continue to carry its way up over the next few years into regional competitions, at the national competitions. And I think that's where you have to generally address a lot of these things is mm-hmm. you know, we see it at that at that stage, but we've got to cure it at a sort of the opposite end of the spectrum.
0: Yep, yeah, here, here. Exactly. And I think, I think, you know, as I said, between that and the president's unfortunate editorial, which had an equally amount of uproar, um, you know, the board is very aware of it. There's some people on there that get it. And I think we're going to see a lot of changes going forward. So those of you who haven't yet, make sure you uh, listen to Anthony's interview from last week. Uh, there was a lot of good information there. All righty. So we had our special contest. Speaking of IPMS USA, I went, I put all the entries into random.org, picked a number and we have a winner, Preston Culp. Um, Congratulations. He okay. sent a picture, I believe it was a voodoo and an A4, is work in progress. Um, so look out for an email uh, from us. To, it'll be actually from Anthony to set up your IPMS USA membership. And again, we want to thank the IPMS USA eBoard for making that possible for us. All right, uh, Anthony, our good friend at Return to Kit Form. What's going on?
3: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I've been chatting with Brett a little bit. So recently, he's been streamlining his business. I think it was just catching up with him. He's yep. doing quite a few things. So he is going to be focusing on his amazing Valkyrie camping masks. And if you haven't used them and you have a Valkyrie, mm-hmm. you got to get get yeah. them. So they're available at Hobbyland Japan. He's got his own site, uh, Return to Kit Form. I believe it's Return to Kit Form. Yeah, Return to Kit Form uh-huh. He's one of our sponsors. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I think in a, in a little, he was doing a little bit of house cleaning and he actually sent us some presents. So usually we're the ones giving the gifts. Yes. That's the way I like to do it, but he did send us a couple things. Uh, let's see, Jeff, Terry, and Chris, you guys are screwed. You get nothing, but Terry and I lucked out. <laughs> so uh, uh, Brett was so generous as to send us a, uh, he sent me a couple of VF 11 Ds. Mm-hmm. Which are mm. cool. Which yeah, are and I I, cool. I
0: know he sent I I know he sent me something as well in your package.
3: He did send you something yeah, a very some cool. Goodies. Uh, I think it's a, it's the Black Aces Super Valkyrie. Right. So it's a, that's a quite a rare kit. That's a good one to get. Yeah. So I'm gonna have fun.
0: Fun. fun Thank fun you for with that, that, Brett. Yep.
3: And Keep yeah, this. absolutely. The Valkyrie mass, I think, was a real stroke of uh, genius. I've always sung their praises, and will yep. continue to do so. You got to get some. Exactly. And he's got them uh, for every kit too.
0: Yeah, I used it for mine. For my uh, for my YF nineteen, it was just perfect. Worked really, really well. And for my um, my my standard uh, Volcrate, the VF one, yep. I believe I did.
3: I've um, been using them consistently, yep. and they really do make it so much yeah. easier. So good guy. Yeah.
0: And something about a huge resin macros kit, Anthony.
3: Yes, there is. are he did. He did uh, reach out and say he wanted to talk to me about something, but. I don't think I have the go-ahead, so we'll just leave a little teaser okay. there. It's we'll just leave the teaser. and We'll see if we can get them on. Resin, Macross-related kit awesome. coming soon huh? from him. All
0: right. All righty. We'll, we'll, we'll all be doing that with bated breath. We may have to uh, record at an odd time to match Australia, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. We can do that. So, all righty. So, let's get right on to the latest hobby announcements. Uh, these are stuff we found in the last last couple of weeks. Again, aftermarket. Um Mini craft collection, six new 48 scale aircraft detail sets from them. So this is a kind of a cottage industry again. Um, I love the way they're packaged in these little metal, metal tins. Uh, They're a new company. Um, So, yeah, so uh, the review here, they got existing sets. So the first one is the F-8 Crusader wing fold for the 148th kit for the Hasagawa. I know one or two people worked on that one. Over mm-hmm. the years, uh, the wing fold will be applicable to all of them, including the French ones, um, carefully packed in foam like these are really nicely packed. Um, uh-huh. And then, of course, our friends, the modeling news, it's nice. They always do some nice pictures of the real thing uh, in- Base instructions there. And then we have the A1 Sky Raider wing fold with metal gun barrels. Um, oh, by, by, by the way, Chris, feel free to interrupt at any time with any comments. You know you know the, the other guys interrupt me all the time, I interrupt them, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, so the wing, yeah, the Tamia, the famous A1 Sky Raider, that looks, yeah,
4: like. that does. It's in, including the you can see cannon through yeah. the wing there when it's yeah. folded, and he also has it looks like some, um, some metal cannon barrels too, doesn't he? I know there's the Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: included with the set. Yeah, right here. Yeah, yeah.
4: Hinge rod, there's hinge rods, but there's also, I think, cannon in there. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Yep.
0: And Amazing. I love the way he's he's printed these because like they come pre pre protected. You know, so it's yeah, still around. Yeah.
2: Pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. And there we go. Yeah. yeah i love, love to see that kind of attention. Yeah. When you exactly. see when you see that, you know, that just elevates the whole perception of a company. Mm-hmm. Yeah to see that level of care and attention even the way it's packed like yeah, it's packed yeah. like a, te- like a tetra set
0: yeah very very detailed instructions and good that.
1: instructions good yeah. instructions too
0: and then this of course is, go ahead jeff
1: i'm just going to say this is uh going to be one of those aftermarket things that's a necessity if you want a super detail yeah uh, a 48 a 48 sky Raider. this is just beautiful mm-hmm. this piece
0: and then if you've got an F-18 and 48 the A, B, C, or D for the Hassegauer Kinetic, he's got the wing hold for that. Wow. Uh, not suitable for the Super Hornet because it was different, but for the early ones. Again, nicely packed. A lot of nice detail shots there. I see they copied your weathering, the U.S. Navy, Chris. I'm just saying. <laughs> What's with that?
1: Yeah, we're going to get into that because that just makes me sick. That's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> nice folding wings i know you see he's been he started looking at that chris and he's been moaning for days ah uh, it's killing me i know i well, got you... i got
2: good news jeff it's way easier than you
0: think there you go all right we'll talk about it shortly and then we've got ejection seats
2: those seats are amazing
0: Or martin baker h7s with u.s air force phantoms yep yeah because you know the phantom that cockpit's open to the world so those are just gorgeous
1: that's beautiful. That almost looks like a, I don't know, a Chris Siebert uh, injection seat. That's what that kind of looks like.
2: Well, I like how there's a lot of negative space between the, yeah. the seat frame and the wiring. Yeah. Um, you know, even this, and, and this is something I see on some of these 3d printed seats. They don't, they don't get that negative space in say behind belts, but it looks like there's some of that behind the belts. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of thing is really, really critical for me because that's, that's one of those things that, really i think starts to play with your perception of scale right is when you have that negative space when you have shadow areas behind things mm-hmm. yeah it really sets something apart it really makes it look like it's not plastic molded and, yeah. he's, de- and he's definitely it done really his homework because
0: if you look at the instructions they talk about he's got depending on which manu- kit manufacturer you have you've got two parts for the back section there mm-hmm. so hmm. that's interesting and then the gru 7a from uh, the F14. Hey Jeff, aren't you going to work on F14? Just you know. <laughs> no. Oh wait. Oh wait. Oh wait. Oh wait. Oh um. Did yeah? I think the one you bought was the early one, so you might be. You know.
2: I got the A. Yeah. I got the A,
0: but I'm sure we can find something.
2: Well, this is for the A. Yeah. The oh, GRU-7 GRU sevens for the A. Yeah, it's for the A. There you go, Jeff. Yeah, it was the Na- it was the Naces SJU seventeen that was for the D. Ah,
0: okay. There you go, Jeff. You have no excuse.
1: No. This is. I, oh, this is making me salivate.
0: Oh, and they oh, were all, cool. yep. Yeah, a direct descendant of the GRU5 and the early A6. It's not to you cool. employ an extreme macro lens so that the print layers become
4: visible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, if you're that, that close, is, that is many, many, many times larger. Yeah,
0: yeah. If if you're that close, you're judging way too close. Get your phone away from it. Okay. You get your
1: phone away. It's violation of the new rules, Pride yeah. GMS.
0: Aces 2 ejection seat. Yeah, Man. just just gorgeous. And again, nicely packed. So definitely. Um, so you can pick them up from Hobby Link Japan. He's also got uh, his own site, scalespot.com. Sorry, scalespot.com, where he's got some gorgeous stuff there. He's in he's in Sydney. So oh uh, the cool. other neat
2: thing here, uh they've provided the at least with the aces too. Mm-hmm. They've provided the seat rails separately to the seat. This is a good idea. It would allow modelers to display the seat outside the cockpit uh, should they wish to.
0: That's nice.
2: So you can pop that thing in and out
4: yeah, and show it cover. off.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. There you go.
4: Did you look at the, uh, the sheepskin yeah. seat yeah. covers on the F-16? Yeah, I saw that. That's... That's pretty damn nice. If you're going to be comfy, right? You know, you got to be. Well, I I think that the issue maybe is that that lets them not slide around or something. I don't know.
0: Maybe his wife knitted it for him.
4: I used to have
1: uh, sheepskin (laughs) seat covers on my first car by MGB, but they were on there because the leather was completely destroyed. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Those are absolutely awesome. So I'm glad I found that. Okay. Mini art. I know Terry's going to be interested in this uh mini art we they finally you know this has been people have been saying they're going to be doing this this is the 148p47d uh the d-25re is the start mm-hmm. of the aircraft focus series in the scale and first in a family of thunderbolts so i
4: like the sound of family of thunderbolts yeah, i know you would i know that would <laughs> that would excite you
0: uh it looks like it's going uh, to come is, with, go ahead
4: this is not a bad one to start with though this is the kind of the definitive bubble top fighter bomber.
0: Right. It looks very nice. looks like you'll have it in either the basic or the advanced with all the extra goodies. Yep. And again, that looks very, very nice. Uh, It's too
4: bad Norris couldn't. Too bad Norris didn't make it to see this. Oh, well.
0: True, true.
2: It's interesting the number of photos they show with the landing gear covers closed. I wonder if that, I wonder if thinking in the spirit of the infamous Chris Becker. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that's a consideration, whether they've actually engineered it such that you can, without any serious grief, manage to get the do it with the gear
0: up. Yeah, and they also well, say good. the aircraft can be depicted in flight with the wheels down, but not touching the ground or sitting on the deck. Yeah, they've got the, the all those. Flat. Yeah, so they're oh. uh, yeah, weighted wheels supplied. Yeah, this is they've definitely done their homework here. All new tooling, obviously. This is
4: going to be very nice. That would be nice if they take a a uh, lesson from Bandai and just have different options. You do it with gear up if you want. Right. Exactly.
0: All right. And then, of course, at the bottom, they got some of their new stuff. But it's all stuff we covered last time. So, yeah, I'm not going to cool. go back through it again. They yeah. Got we did the waiters, the tractors.
1: They got, the, got all the different tire types, too. That's pretty impressive.
0: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's not all in the kit. It's just, yep. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. The kit. That's, that's
4: a great
0: beauty. yeah because really, the other uh you not know, yet
4: that is that's being a bit more of a trend recently isn't it though the uh instead of multiple versions or having to buy them it's like especially ones like minicraft here or mini mm-hmm. art rather they just put it all mm-hmm. in there yeah, and, and awesome. i don't know maybe they'll even have masks a lot of the old um uh, some of some yes. of the other manufacturers that to, it's going to cost you know it's it's going to be an expensive kit anyway mm-hmm. and wheels don't co- take that much space on the spruce so no. mm-hmm. and they've got uh several different tanks including that the oblong uh flat tank that yeah. really let them get take the fight into southern germany
0: i just looked at the mini art website it's still there's no price still marked as coming soon um but yeah. you also got your conversion kit and didn't you I did.
4: We let's gonna talk, talk about, about that. that now? Yeah, let's talk yeah. about it right now. Why All not? Right. Yeah, he was so very excited. So this this was Coster's old uh XP 47H conversion for the old monogram kit. Very nice. But um, I'm looking at differences between them and uh Halbert models. I just received it the other day. And um, let's see what's the easiest way for you guys to see this. But yeah, um, there you go. We see it. It's 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 on there, it looks pretty nice. It is is. It it is a little different. Yeah. Um, there there are subtle differences to it. Um, and I would guess, I would hope that the newer one is more accurate. But, uh, you know, it's it's just the finished, kind of the end point for the P47, right? When they mm-hmm. tried to put that big ass engine in there. It never made it to service because they didn't really need to. But, mm-hmm. um, but they did try. I, I look forward to doing it. It should be pretty fun. And I did look, and I apparently do not have a Tamia Thunderbolt, so I'll have to keep an eye open at the show.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll keep an eye for you. You never know what. what,
4: what Oh, what they'll show add. up. The Tamiya kits are it's everywhere. Pretty common. So.
0: It's a pretty common one.
4: Yeah, they're like M&Ms. Yeah.
0: All right. You'll have to send us a picture of that comparison. That looks good.
4: Yeah. Okay,
0: moving on to Tamiya. Their upcoming releases from September from their website. Uh, they mentioned here the 112 Team Lotus Type 72D. Um, looks like they're doing another combo kit, the 48 scale Falk with 190D9 and a Staff Car. Um, that, that, I believe, is a Repop. Um, and then they've also got the ME162 with the Kettle Rat. That's also a Repop and a Martyr II in 135th scale. And then always fun down below, tools and paint. You never know what you're going to see here. Ah. So you've got the modeler's, modeler's brush, the modeler's knife. And then they also have diorama texture clay. And if we go to that, yeah, it's like, uh, looks like clay in a bag. And uh, yeah, they have brown and an earth color. You never know what those wacky guys at Tamia will do in the third party. And if we'll actually see it here.
1: Who would America. have ever thought, you know, you could put dirt in a bag and sell it? What and a great sell it. <laughs> I tell you, exactly.
0: And is it European dirt or Asian dirt? <laughs> European well, yeah, swallow no. or African swallow?
2: Have I also, it's not listed here, but have I, has anybody else seen Tomia doing uh, chipping fluid?
3: Oh, I've seen that. Uh, You've seen that? No. I think I've, I've no. seen
2: that floating. I think I've seen that floating around on Twitter, which which tends to be the social media of choice of of japanese modelers i'm pretty sure tamia is is doing a chipping fluid now interesting
0: i'm just looking here what they have just doing a google but i don't see anything but again you never know to
3: reason i I, i think i i believe i saw that as well
0: okay well we'll see how long we'll see how long twitter remains in business for japanese modelers but you know, that's a yeah. other...
2: well somebody somebody took to spelling it X I T T E R. <laughs> which
4: in, chi- in Spanish Chinese.
2: in Spanish, where the X is pronounced, if I'm not mistaken, S H. Yeah. It really makes a lot of sense. Same with Chinese. <laughs> the like Chinese it. is like that. Yeah, is okay, Chinese so does too. Zhu. Yeah.
4: Shitter. Yes. Shitter. I love it. I love Perfect. it. Perfect. All Seems
0: right. right.
1: Seems about right.
0: Another cool company I was like. Seeing that I'll probably never build because I, I am not worthy. 3D Wild uh, are good friends from Monster Aircraft Carriers with amazing detail. They are releasing a 350th scale model kit of the USA Midway CV41. That was actually the longest serving aircraft carrier in the 20th century. So wow. that was uh, commissioned just literally months after World War II, and it served including the first the first war in Kuwait. Uh, so this is gonna be the monster one three fiftieth version. And they mentioned a couple other things on the site. But what what I love, and I I love yeah. this company, uh, they posted on their Facebook page. So apparently another company beginning with H, so I'm gonna assume Hasagawa, apparently they're gonna release a 1350th. And they have this whole, whole thing here. Uh, what would be surprising to many that 3D Wild, its co-development partner, small designer based in Belgium. Uh, will be taking the exactly opposite path they're going to do the first fully printed 3d kit that compete with traditional plastic and these guys will do it like these guys do their research Um yeah so there's a whole little facebook post there that's well worth reading
1: in the in the comments section somebody suggested is it hobby boss slash trumpeter because Could they have be. a could they be, have a yep. reputation for having
2: done the Cadillac. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah, You're absolutely yeah, right.
2: That would that would be my guess. Yeah,
0: the comment. Knowing tr- knowing Trumpy, they'll mess this one up one big way or another. Yeah, I just forgot about Hobby Boss. You're actually right. <laughs> um, well, to
1: be fair, to be fair to you, my first guess was Hasegawa when they said. Yeah.
0: yeah. And they say we have a David and Goliath story here. So yeah, one week yeah. after they announced it. Um, so yeah so that's going to be wow that looks nice and that's i know hobbyists and people who like building aircraft carriers are going to like that uh they're also going to release the japanese uh heavy cruiser keiko or and again Furutaka. Don't don't yeah. thank Furutaka, thank you U-taka. see yeah. I'm, as, I'm as bad as mr goldfinch for pronouncing things uh hey you
2: got yamamoto last I time know.
0: i know isn't that pretty good
2: yeah. Know, Jeff was very Jeff
0: was very disappointed.
2: Without, without missing a beat. So I know, I Jeff was, was very disappointed. I, I, was he was hoping. There. I was impressed. Give credit where I credit is due. <laughs> it's only
1: taken you 123 episodes. <laughs> I know, and me. I'm still I'm
0: still bound to screw it up eventually. So that's fine. It's, so, it's, yeah.
2: this, whole, this whole debate about this presuming it's hobby boss or whatever. I mean, I think yeah. I, I don't think this is as quite a big a deal as, as they make it out to be, in my no you know, no very little opinion. This they're gonna they're gonna hit the people who, as they put, want the one-stop kit. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. There's that 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 top tier of modelers who are looking for ultimate accuracy, um, you know, the latest thing. That there's a whole niche, and that's what they're serving. Abias mm-hmm. can have everybody else, and mm-hmm. you know, we're we're seeing that I think increasingly in the hobby. We're yeah. seeing it in the way that MiniArt's gonna release different versions or different levels of the P47. We see it the way that. ClearProp and Arma have done in the past different levels of their kits as well. Uh you know, that that strata the different strata of the hobby of depending on how crazy you are, there's going to be a kit for you. So I think the two will work mm-hmm. not necessarily well together, but they each have their own place. Yeah. So you know, it's exactly. frustrating when somebody comes along and says, oh, we're doing this too, but I don't think they're speaking to the same I'm people. A,
0: yeah, I don't think they're going to have to worry because, again, I've seen some of the results that people have done and just stunning stuff. Absolutely stunning. Okay, uh, extra decal out of Hannet's um, That didn't take long, did it? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> you know what? They probably were in the loop. Airfix probably oh, yeah. told them so. I would they would br- three or four decal sets for the recently released westland sea king by airfix absolutely stunning kit by airfix and uh yeah if 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 you decided you 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 didn't want to build damien which was the single airframe that had three different schemes for it uh they've got a whole bunch more so you've got seven in part one seven in part two uh seven in part three and seven in part four seven in part five six six of them in total sorry so pretty well every sort of country you know whatever um i know i have a feeling a guy in our club herald who flies helicopters for a living i have a feeling he'll be ordering part six because i believe his didn't his dad fly these royal norwegian air force so i have a feeling. Yeah. That'll, he'll be picking he up that. I'll have to bug him. I'll have to send him a note about that.
1: Well, um, he said he's going to buy five or six of those. Kids. Oh, I
0: know. I know. Cause yeah, exactly. He's a, he, he flies for an air ambulance up here. He flies for orange, uh, Chris, out mm-hmm. of, uh, out of North Bay. Um, so yeah, and he's a big helicopter guy right from Norway originally, but yeah, some gorgeous schemes here. If you want some different ideas. Yeah. Um, Egypt. Yep. Uh, I believe I Republic, see the yeah, Republic yeah. of
2: Egypt, uh, katari yeah there's a real variety yep
0: yep so you're you know you're not going to run short of ideas so yeah definitely some really cool stuff there and again uh you know gorgeous airfix managed to keep that under the hat for everyone no one knew until the day of release so that's awesome and it looks like a really nice looking kit okay quick boost Resin detail sets in 32nd, 48th, and 72nd. Again, a whole bunch of different ones. Uh, removed before flight covers for the 32nd F 35, Bronco ejection seat, a lot of 48 scale stuff. If you're building F 35s, F 4s, or F 18s, you have a lot of choices. Mm-hmm. And piston nice and rods. Yeah.
1: Nice, nice clean uh, uh, shots, too.
0: Yep. Yeah, exactly. And piston rods. If you want your piston rod for your 109s with undercarriage <laughs> leg blocks, you may need a magnifying glass to see them, but you know, that's all right. But they you mean good. May. May. Yeah, some of us. Yeah, we're getting old. But oh, yeah, flashlight. Super Hornet ECS pipes, early and late version. Yeah. MI 17 ro- 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 rotor vibration dampener. Well, I think once the SAM missile hits it, I don't think they worry about that if it's in Ukraine. oh sorry too soon too soon too soon Uh, way too soon not soon enough okay i'm just saying okay more cool things we know a few people that will be all over this um fantastic plastic who does some amazing stuff they are working on a 72nd sr 72 dark star the hypersonic uh test bed cad render and uh scott Lothar is doing the uh for it. so there's there's the render and of course, and of course, I love the Facebook comments. 148th, please. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then somebody says 172nd. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what was there. Yeah. It's like, read the, <laughs> read the report. That's just, a, that's just, a, that's just a cool looking bird no matter what.
2: Yeah. There's a, I think it's a company called R2 Miniatures has just released a bust of Tom Cruise's Maverick in one ninth scale, I think. Which, oh yeah. I mean, it looks looks really, really nice. But a neat compliment of this would be Tom Cruise as he's walking into that that restaurant, that diner. Yes. And after he's crashed the after he's crashed this plane, <laughs> you can have like young, neat, swanky Tom Cruise, and then you can have old just crashed your plane after going Mach 10 Tom and, Cruise.
0: Yeah, you could. I like it. I like the hair, that a lot. But the hair all must up. The hair all messed up and everything. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Border models as they're continuing their one thirty fifth scale aircraft, and there's still people going, "Why?" But dioramas. So they're going to look like they're going to do a Mark V kit, according to the rumor monger. Apparently, there is some accuracy issues, according to some of the commenters there. But hey, it's a one thirty fifth Spitfire. You want to do a diorama? Now you can. Mm -hmm. So again, coming, coming soon. So yeah, nice looking engine. Border does nice stuff. I'll say that for them. So that's coming out. And then our good friends at Special Hobbies, who I just love because they update their website, not just Facebook. Um, so they commented they were at San Antonio. Uh, in a hotel room. Antonio? He, no, we said it in San a San Marcos. Antonio hotel room. Yeah. But maybe he went <laughs> out to the West Coast. But yeah, he was talking about they were also yeah. San Marcos. Um, yeah. They had a bunch of stuff on test shots. The 172nd F-84 the Kriegs of Cutter, the boat and the 48 scale Baltimore bomber. Um, And of course, and one cannot forget the Titan submersible. Speaking of too soon, you know, obviously they were working Mm -hmm. on it before, which gained plenty of attention from the visitors. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, They had uh, a couple of re-releases. They're going to re-release the Sutherland Mark 3, the KI 54, the Maryland Mark 1 and 3, and then a nice looking Kitty Hawk. And this this one I like the CFI Mark 15 in Royal FAA or RCN service. So that looks.
4: I'm surprised. Yeah, that's
1: you'll take you'll take that one over the sow with piglets.
0: Really, well, you know, just saying. <laughs> I might get both. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. the Maryland. And the Baltimore.
4: Yeah, the Baltimore. I mean the uh, Maryland. Yeah, the uh, yeah yeah the Maryland. Yeah, uh, that's a 2022 kit. I just had to give it a quick look because I did not pick that up.
0: Yeah. Interesting. I, was around. I do want to be honest. I'd never heard of it until now.
4: The Martin, Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, the U S and the Brits, I don't think really showed North much interest, that much interest, but it, yeah. it served around the world. Yeah.
0: And he here, here
4: it, it kind of morphed into the a 20. If I remember where I...
0: Oh, that makes sense.
4: Yeah. I oh no. wait that. That's Douglas. That was that's Douglas. Douglas. Yeah. Yeah. And so, we have no. the
0: Titan Jeff Sal with piglets. How about the slaughter oh, yeah. pig suspended on a pulley? <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> Two slaughter scales, too, both scales. You got a camel.
2: Hey, little plastic Serbo people camels. have to eat.
0: I know several camels, Black, flat gun light, bazooka, you know, all sorts of neat things. They always do interesting things. I just I want to know sometime how many SKUs they have in their warehouse because they have a hell of a lot of stuff okay anthony are you you're still with us good i, oh, yeah. I thought oh, yeah. you maybe fell asleep you're getting quiet yeah. there okay you're on <laughs> buddy you got some gundam stuff
3: yeah there's a little interesting gundam news i mean there's always a ton of gundam news and i'm certainly not qualified to be your gundam news presenter but i will offer you but this you, are. you are you <laughs> are i'll give you this little tidbit so i just caught this headline on gundam kits collection about a new uh this is in the planning stage that's what they call it there in japan the planning stages but they've released a little bit of artwork um this is two different master grade models so that's your one to 100 scales it's the freedom gundam and justice gundam but the interesting part is that it's going to be a real type color so um and let me give you a little background on why this is interesting so in the in the very beginnings of Gundam it actually didn't do very well the TV show I think was canceled early and they had a big falling out with their toy manufacturer that and they pulled the funding for it It didn't really work out super great uh, and but they were doing the model kits as part of the kind of um, that's the, that was the promotion it was toys and model kits uh, and then the toy company basically funds the animation so it didn't do great on its, on its television run, but they ended up um, making three compilation films and putting them in theaters the next year. Mm-hmm. And those were a hit. People, it caught on with the, that audience and it was a huge hit. People were lined up around the theaters and they started to do this thing with, um, with the model kits because they were picking up in Steam uh, called MSV. And that was Mobile Suit Variations and part of that was these real color or real type styles and so the one of the main uh mecha designers kunio okawara who so he was uh one of the original staff kind of started out i think on on the original gundam tv show so this would be about Mm 1980-81 um he he was he was the main designer i think a lot of people contributed to a lot of the key designs but he did a ton of design work for this and he did all these different ones that became this secondary model kit line where they tried to make them a bit more realistic and give them a sort of a militaristic feel to them. And they changed some of the colors that were like brighter and made them more, you know, all of drab and just that type of thing. Okay. So this guy now has obviously gone on in the, in the, pre, in the following 40 years to a healthy career working in the Japanese anime industry and being part of the Gundam uh, franchise in, in various forms. So these are kind of a nod to that early thing. And those MSV kits, I believe, that was sort of like a second run of kits. That one exploded. I think that really sort of championed the popularity of Gumpla with classic model builders in Japan around that that time, sort of the early to mid 80s. So it was a kind of a really a big deal. And they're kind of a neat, uh, they're neat. They, they sort of do have a little bit of a, they make them more machine-like and kind of soften some of the. Mm-hmm. more uh you know fantastic edges and make them a bit uh more gritty and realistic feeling to them so this uh these particular gundams uh freedom and justice are from a show called seed uh gundam seed which came out like 20 years ago i wow. believe it's tw- it's 20 years old i kind of remember it as being the new one but a- anyway there's been a follow-up um film released uh, from the Gundam seed uh, setting and uh, that's coming up. So this is a part of a, you know, a promotion or, or whatever for Very that cool. film that's come up in 2024. So yeah, they're kind of neat. And you know what, yeah. it's right back to one of the original, um, the original creative forces behind them. So it's kind of neat. And it's neat that the real type style is one of the things that kind of, I think kicked uh, kicked up the popularity of, of Gundam models. I like the justice one, that the
0: blue one, that definitely appeals to me.
3: Yeah, they're neat. And yeah. I, I can't remember what the original colors were like, but yeah. I think they may even change some of the design itself.
0: Well, nothing it wrong with neat. that. looks looks damn good to me.
3: Yeah, so it's kind of neat. It's kind of a, a real throwback, and, yep. and uh, you get to see the original um, creators still still working on material and putting out interesting kits. So, cool. yeah, very neat. Very, very cool.
1: And they and they both have the classic cod pieces.
0: Yes. Fabulous. Jeff always says, <laughs> the bigger the cod piece. You know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just skirt armor, Jeff.
0: I know, but don't know, don't spoil the thing.
3: But check out the giant guns at uh Yeah, I know. Right? I, mean, I noticed at, those giant uh... guns.
0: What's, <laughs> what are mix. they compensating for, right?
3: Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the lack cod of pieces any type and guns. Of penis.
2: Cod yeah. pieces and I think we found our episode <laughs> title. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Cod
0: pieces and, and, and cod guns. and cod
2: we trust? And COD. We... No, we'll go with COD Pieces and Guns. I like that. I like that. That's good.
0: That's good. I like it already. All righty. Anything else from the sci-fi end of things, Anthony, or stuff from Japan? Nothing, nothing else. That's, nothing. Cool. Right. That's cool. All right. That's fine. Okay. Speaking of, you know, it didn't just come out a while ago, and there's already aftermarket. AFE Modeler has uh, some aftermarket for if you wanted to up update your upgrade your one sixteenth half track, German World War Two half track from Das Werk, corrected drive sprockets.
1: Look, look at the quality of that casting. That's just amazing.
0: I wouldn't it's even, good. yeah. Like I think I can see the difference, but obviously the, uh, there's a slight difference, yes. But obviously purists want want it right, so that's fine.
2: Yeah, I think the the the, the fillets are slightly thinner. Yeah, yeah I believe right? that's yeah. a little more little more detail in the bolt heads, but yep,
0: yep.
3: That's a 3D print, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. no more resin, uh. and they've got
0: corrected front seats. Wow, little springs on the back. Oh, weighted, weighted front wheels which i think is good i remember building what the 176 matchbox one and yeah you had to if you didn't line <laughs> it up right the wheels would stick up in the air
2: yeah <laughs> look, at this, look at
0: the size difference in the. yeah wheel, i know now. slightly smaller right
2: eh? yeah
0: yeah interesting
2: but the, and and the way that the tire and, and rim fit together is just yep. so much better Yep. Oh, it does, yeah, it doesn't look like yeah. a toy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it does a lot better.
0: A lot of little the beat, detail. Really together. Yeah. Uh, MG434 with the folded or extended bipod, ammo boxes. Look at the detail on the ammo boxes. Very nice. Man, it's so These tiny. Look how oh, small. And the handle—you can position the handle up. The carry handle. Up oh, down. Cool. I
1: got to think, I got to think when you take these tiny little pictures of something uh, in your hand, you really have to dedicate a little bit of time to work in your thumbnails and cleaning things.
0: Oh, up a there. good macro lens, oh. too, yeah. <laughs> and you also see here and Coming Soon, it's, looks like there's going to be oh, a figure, figure. kit yeah. figure kit for it. Looking over, going with, 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 with was that an ambush right here? this? <laughs> uh,
4: he's giving somebody the stink eye.
0: I know, eh? <laughs>
3: No passengers. No overly passengers. dramatic. <laughs> that is a great pose. That's a very good pose.
0: <laughs> All right, let's go on to what's new at Scalemates. As people know, I throw up the link, pull kits, new tool only. And we are recording this on August the 21st today. Uh, ooh, Iron Shipwrights, USS Triton, SSN586, and USS Dolphin, both in 1350th. 350th Some subkits there yeah a 72nd that, pan, that,
2: that panzer jägerwagen looks like it's floating on the tracks it does doesn't it, it? Does. It's, yeah. it's a really awkward angle for a painting
0: yeah mig 29k from hobby boss and 148th uh, Musing hobby has a oh this is actually yeah this is the one with the full interior kit i read about this somewhere so this is a t80u with the full interior kit Mm-hmm. Uh, going back to the 20th, AS350 helicopter, Texan 2 from Aztec Models, 172nd scale on pre-sale, Raytheon Texan, Texan 2. Yeah, all the different, you know, a lot of uh, air forces in the uh, Latin America used it. Mm-hmm. Actually, we, Canada did too. We have a couple.
3: Yeah, it's it, I think it's gone around with different sort of different localized names, but yeah. it's a neat, it's a neat Aircraft. And
0: then we've got U Star with a King Tiger Henschel turret with the full interior in 148th. You're seeing a lot more armor kits in 48th with full interiors now. Mm-hmm. I've definitely noticed that. Ryefield
2: uh, model just uh, downscaled their 135th. Um, oh, what was it? The uh, soft skin. Uh, hang on, I got on a link here. Go uh,
0: find-
2: The M. Ten twenty four A one MATV. Oh, really? So okay. that was it. That was a the the four wheel softkin that they came out Oshkosh that they came out with a couple years ago. Now it's been downscaled with full interior to one forty eighth as well, along with resin wheels and a photo etch detail set. Very cool. Very that was cool. just posted to their Facebook page twenty right. hours ago.
0: And then we've got some Gundam bandying with Namco the Ultra Steel Ogre Gear one seventy seven. Yeah, I'm scale.
4: not sure if these are with any series or not no do you know You've anthony got... these might be one of their originals or yeah, yeah maybe
0: yeah it's Are just from Namco, so it could be a game could be a game yeah i wouldn't be surprised
3: but yeah so that's what they do, they do cool. uh, if we go a little further down there they have uh another gundam seed entry right. a new tool so they're obviously kind of riding that uh yeah. anniversary train that's always a big deal the anniversaries they always yeah. kind of come up with uh, mm. a lot of new you know new molds or repops of um right. existing kits and that kind of thing
0: okay uh t- august 15th we've talked about this before the XB 70 valkyrie and one to one four four that would still be
3: a big bird that would
0: be a big very big bird yeah. uh Tower 1700 scale uh oh 1950 le mans winner 20 the Talbot Lago, T-26GS in 124th, and the Alpha Romeo. Uh,
1: look, both look very nice.
0: Okay, USS Curt- Curtis Wilbur, a dis- US destroyer in 1-200th.
1: Yeah, but look at all a whole bunch of these little things. Yeah,
0: That's 3D fine. Home, there must be a new company, probably out of the Ukraine, looks like. Yeah. Look at them all. All different ones, yeah. Holy cow. And then R- ROK Army. Yep, all the... Yep. A whole
2: bunch of it, no ones. they're polish
0: are they polish okay so polish, they've obviously yeah. put their catalog in
2: uh but certainly capitalizing is... on the
4: ukraine yeah well yeah, oh, these are inter-
3: these are like uh like there's specu- no speculative uh future yeah,
4: game pieces or something but yeah there's no there's if you click on the link there's nothing there yeah okay, so they're still Just reading
3: on. the uh my new text there concept of the future yeah. of the ukrainian army 2050 yep. the release of a series of
0: <laughs> looks like iron Good shipwrights on. got a couple of different subs they've got an o-class submarine a h-class submarine another o-class 1925-1943 again 1 350th and then a whole bunch here on august 9th so there i wonder if this has all been announced whole bunch of submarines Perch yeah. class, USS Plunger, 1943, resin in 3D, Tamber class. Pressure. Yeah. Pressure, what could, Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? Nothing. Uh, Otis Steam Excavator, Masterpiece Models. From, yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, that's kind of cool looking. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so, uh, you know, and that's pretty well where yeah. where we went last time because if we keep going, we get down to that Honda that Jeff was drooling mm-hmm. on. Oh,
1: oh, yeah. Very nice. Model Factor Hero. Yeah.
0: You just have to mortgage the house.
1: What if that steam excavator is kind of like the ones that they used to dig the Panama Canal? Or is it? Yeah, that sort, sort of thing. Room? Yeah, it
0: would be that same idea. I yeah. would think. Yeah.
1: That's pretty neat.
0: Yeah, that is. Okay. Let's talk about something else that's pretty neat, namely our good buddy at Cult TV, man. See, you, you just set me up for those. It's the segue, the king it's the of the segue. Segment. You do it so well. All right, let's 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 see what Steve's up to at Cult TV Man. Let's see what's happening at Cult TV Man and culttvmanshop.com. End of summer in the Northern Hemisphere. We're getting into that back-to-school season, which means uh, things will be getting colder out there, and it'll be time to thinking about getting back to our benches and working on model kits. Exciting news. They did have a restock of the... Round two from Star Trek Six, the Klingon Cronus One Klingon Battle Cruiser in 1 350 of scale. Uh, right now it's on sale at the store for $125.99. You can get that. In addition, they also have the lighting kit in stock, and you can get that for $64.99 to make that. Kronos one, just a little bit more special. looks absolutely awesome. There's also a photo etch set available as well, so make sure you take advantage of that. All right, other what's new. They have a K7 lighting kit from Voodoo FX for the K7 space station, the classic AMT. Uh, they have a Razor Quest lighting kit from Boodoo FX and also for the Slee Stack 1 8th Aurora scale from Escape Hatch. That's actually on a back order, but that looks like a gorgeous looking kit. And uh, we did talk about a few other ones. Pre orders are now available for the USS Syratos from Lower Decks from Round 2, the USS Enterprise, the Strange New Worlds, the 1 to 1,000 scale. And if you want the classic Klingon Battle Cruiser, the reissue in 1.650 of scale, you can pre-order that as well. So all sorts of goodies is always from our friends at Cult TV Man and Cult TV Man Shop. And let them know the Scale Model Podcast sent you. Okay, we're back. And, uh, you know, we we, we we always welcome Chris here because we always love when we run into him at Heritage Con and that. But he's actually here for a special reason. He's actually here flogging his latest work. No, I'm just kidding. No, he. he well, actually, I, I am. I am flogging, flogging it like. I keep seeing your ugly mug everywhere, right? You know. I know podcasts wow. and all that. No, that's you know what. It's well deserved though.
2: Carefully calculated. Carefully calculated. <laughs> so
0: yes, Chris. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Lafram 72 has a YouTube channel, has a blog. You know, occasionally throws throws together somewhat passable model kits. I'm just kidding. He has uh, produced a brand new book um, out of the four. Now, can I safely say it was kind of originally designed for the Japanese market?
2: Yes. Okay. So that is that is a key facet, key thing where we'll talk about that in a minute.
0: This is called. It's titled "Super Detailing the F-14 Tomcat," Um, and. Frankly, just an absolutely gorgeous kid. Chris was nice enough to send the podcast a copy, which I got just before our club meeting the last Wednesday. And I brought it to the meeting and it was oohed and awed over. And uh, Jeff has taken it home because he's got an F-14 in his queue that he yeah, wants he to get his mojo back. So I thought he'd be a good person to give it a, a review in that. And it's not just the F-14. You'll also see some amazing pictures of his Valkyrie. And that made the rounds last year. And we saw it at Heritage Con. And, you know, I look at that and I almost wanted to throw it on my Valkyrie kits. But I didn't because it's just motivation. Um, so, Chris, take it away. Kind of give us the history of this, how this came to be.
2: So this project actually started uh, beginning of twenty twenty two when I was approached by Scale Aviation Magazine in Japan to do an article. They were they were producing an issue uh, that was focusing on the on the Tomcat. The Tomcat has an incredibly high level of popularity in Japan, mm-hmm. and they wanted asked if I would be interested in doing an article on super detailing sort of high value areas of the kit so the cockpit the ejection seats the gear wells the the, the landing gear uh, we had hoped to do ordnance, uh, just time ran out and initially i kind of wondered why me i had no f-148 scale experience to speak of since in the last 20 years I had no modern jet experience to speak of but um uh, the editor that I work with there Noah is is very sort of supportive in that in that kind of gently gently pushy way I think you'll be fine you know let's <laughs> let's just try it and uh so over the next uh, couple months uh that's what I did went down to wheels and wings bought myself a, a tomcat brought it home and just went to town on it as best I could and and basically that was the the brief just build it the way that you or detail these areas the way that that you would do it if you're doing it for yourself and and part of it also comes from um a slow push that they're doing at scale aviation i think to try and i mean it's it's a japanese market magazine but i think they're trying to broaden the perspective a little bit by bringing in some international modelers okay so (laughs) one of the one of the intermission builds that's in the book is my uh, bf 109 g6 and that was sort of what connected me to scale aviation initially and it was through a, a new segment that they had or a new section of the magazine called modelers abroad and i know matt mcdougall's been it was the first one i think um i believe it's a german fellow has also been featured um and i think it might have stopped after four or five four or five runs, but they've had this focus on doing a little more international representation. And fortunately mm-hmm. I've, I've had a chance to do several things with them, including, including this article. So once it was published and the magazine was out and was, you know, it, as a whole, the magazine was, was really well received. Every so often no one would ask, are you ever going to finish that? And I, well, oh, no, my bench is small. I work in 172. My display space is small. So I don't know, maybe one day, but I'm, I'm not in a hurry. And so he'd ask every few months and finally towards the end of, of 2022. In fact, I think it was boxing day. He had asked me again and I got to thinking to myself, you know, this, this probably, this probably a reason not you know, opportunity knocks, you, you generally have to answer the door. And so I said, well, why do you ask? He said, well, we'd like to support you if, if you choose to finish it. And so we, talked about what that meant and uh, and ultimately he said I think it's I think it's worth doing a book and so I picked my job off the floor and (laughs) said okay and so we sort of hammered out some details and and eventually things got moving and it was I mean overall it was an incredibly rewarding experience it was um, a very challenging experience to do a lot of things I had never done before, a lot of the techniques that are in there. I mean, I've, I've thought about how I might do it in other cases. And, and I've seen some thing, people doing things and there's some things that I just plain made up. And so a lot of it was, was done on the fly, which added an extra level of challenge. And of course, 148, I mean, like, you know, around double the size, but it's about 10 times the work. And so there's a lot of things that I, I didn't really accurately consider when I said yes, but, we mostly got it done, and and the book is the result.
0: Absolutely gorgeous. 128 pages, full color, A4, uh, English and Japanese uh, captioning throughout. Um, the Western left-side binding. I was wondering when it arrived. I was wondering how they were going to bind it, <laughs> I have to admit. Um, i got
1: to tell you. i got to tell you. Yeah, go I ahead, started, Jeff,
0: because you have it in your hot little hands.
1: I, I started reading, it the, the front is piece. The first few pictures are this, and I thought, okay, which is so great when they when they show pictures of the target aircraft, like they got real pictures of the plane for reference shots. And I looked through all these pictures and I realized it wasn't until about page five that I realized this is the model. This yeah. is not, these are not reference pictures. <laughs> and, they, and, and they are like, look at that. Does that, that looks, it's, it's yep. outdoors. The lighting is perfect. The shadow work is perfect. I mean, this is, uh, top-notch modeling, uh, you know, at its best, Chris. And that's not me sucking up because I want a free book. That's just this is really <laughs> top no, just
0: just absolutely gorgeous. Um, now, what's interesting because we were talking a little bit pre-show about, you know, it is designed for the Japanese market, and and um, one of you were mentioning some of the idiosyncrasies of Japanese magazines and books. Mm-hmm. Who was that? Was that you, that Anthony?
3: Was me. Yeah, that was Terry. Art. Oh, I think, I think, it was, I think we, we're oh, discussing that. One thing is Anthony. Yeah. The, okay. So I, I love collecting Japanese model art books and um, th- they have a real sort of long tradition of them. And, and they're always really interesting. But there's always, a, like you said, idiosyncrasies, like these bizarre, they make this beautiful, like high glossy book that will focus in on a subject. But then they'll have like the tiniest picture and you'll be looking at because it, maybe it'll be like a, a like an in-progress picture you look oh how that guy how that person do that and it's just the smallest picture and there's like a ton of white negative dead space it could have like made it giant. <laughs> and, and and they'll have like you know the text will be a quite a small font when they could have uh just from a design standpoint they could have gone bigger and you get that all the time don't get me wrong they're full of huge um you know huge really zoomed in photos and that type of yeah. thing too and, but then they'll so there's a
0: lot of people. detail they're packing in this book
1: well i like will this. tell you that i did have to read them wearing this my optimizer <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's because he's old um but the other <laughs> thing the other thing too is we should say like you say you've got other kits in here you've got the 109 you've got your Valkyrie. you've got that absolutely gorgeous arma hobbies p51 you know yeah, I'm, thanks, I'm, I'm 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 glad you weren't in the moose cup
1: <laughs> yeah. You would have killed us. You would have
2: killed us. And the yeah, album. It, 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 it took, um, it took Dave Knight's about, I think 15 minutes to text me asking if I could be bribed. <laughs> and for the record, I, I know he went on, on one of the, the Moj podcasts and, yeah. and sort of made it sound like I, I poo-pooed him and whatever. I, for the record did not. I know. I, I was open to bribes. I mean, I enjoy a, a good bourbon. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I did say, look, you know, it's it, it almost builds itself. You'll be fine. It'll be great. I did my best to sort of coach him through it in a very positive. way. And it's way. in his wheelhouse.
0: It's in his wheelhouse. It's, that's well, what he builds. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm not going to comment on that. I mean, I know, that's that's between Dave and his maker. But yep. um, yeah, it's it. You know, this this book was uh, when when it was brought to to me, uh, it was explained right away that this would be a a full English book, which is. Um, which is a, a bit of a departure from a lot of the books that I think Dainipang Kaiga does right. Um, I know they have a couple from uh, there's a a, a a Japanese weathering master Hachi, that usually now has English as well just because he is so popular uh, in both Japan and in and in the West Um But it was, you know, that was an important thing for me. Uh, I think it was an important thing for them uh, because I, as far as I know, I'm the first Western author that they've, they've done a book like this with. So having it be something that, because I can certainly put a lot of, put a lot of effort behind trying to build awareness for it, having that English was, was important. Um, And they, you know, there are a lot of really big photos, which is, you know, a, a nice difference from even the magazine, the magazine, you know, they try to cover a lot of ground. And I think that's part part of why some of the photos end up being small. Uh, Whereas in this book, we've, we've really tried to focus on having, okay, we still got tiny type because that's just what we had to deal with. But, uh, you know, we've got a lot of large photos, a lot of of zoomed in photos. um, And, uh, and as far as the type, the the captioning goes, uh, all the work in progress caption is done by me so right. there's no machine translation and and even then Noah uh the editor he he speaks excellent english uh so he handled the the copy for the rest of the book so uh, it's all very readable it's mm-hmm. uh like i said it's not machine translated it's all it's all written in english uh yeah. and then was translated to japanese so it's you know in that sense it's not like i think a lot of japanese books that people might be uh used to up until now
0: Mm-hmm.
2: well no yeah, like a... I did, go ahead Jeff. there's
1: no question I, I agree with you Chris the the, the the I I read through these things with a view to looking for the you know the mistranslations and the mm-hmm. little weirdnesses and things like that because like that gives me joy um
3: <laughs> he's <laughs> and, weird and I,
1: and I really didn't I didn't see any but I did as I was saying in our little email exchange or text exchange earlier, I did find one caption on page seventy. Where they didn't put any, it just says English text is written here. English text yeah. is written here. <laughs> well,
2: and, and at least, at least we didn't hide any great secret on that one, right? You know, you at least oh, exactly. the Japanese aren't going. Well, we got, we got the great secret, and the English people have to do without. Well, uh, you'll, you'll, you know, you'll have
0: to do. you you'll have to put a little update on the website there you go <laughs> it was in there well you know yeah and I was thin, looking thin
2: the, thin the wings to a, a reasonable scale thickness there All you right, go there, there you is, go there's the up there, there was the
0: translate like I was looking you know and you've got it on your web page like page 30 where you talk about the landing gear you know I'm looking at this initial picture I'm going holy cow but then you know you make it very clear on how to do it you know 0. 0.3 0. 0.5 and 0. 0.7 millimeter brass tubing I'm gonna have to get an extra magnifier. Um, but that's okay. But yeah, very easily explained and how to do it. And as yeah. you say, it can apply to other kits. So I can see some of my Valkyrie kits uh, having some extra gear detail, for example.
2: Yeah, and Are I they, think that yeah. that too is an important thing is that despite the fact that this book was was about the Tomcat and and it was about the Tomcat for a specific reason, mm-hmm. um, a lot of what's in there is as applicable to almost any World War II or post-war fighter or or military aircraft, um, you know, all the all the stuff about detailing the gear wells, the gear, the gear legs, uh, the cockpits. All that technique is is. It doesn't matter what you're building, you yeah. can make it work, right? Yeah. And yeah. and there's probably things in armor that you can make it work from just as I've pulled techniques from armor and watching armor modelers, similar with the paint technique that I do, the blended ink technique, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that will work on on anything and. And certainly with more experiment, people can find any number of different ways to use that. So, you know, that's the it's not about the Tomcat. It just needed the Tomcat as a canvas to convey all that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One thing I really I want to jump back to real quick is about the photos, Jeff, that you were talking about. Oh. Those outdoor photos are a hallmark of Scale Aviation magazine. And I don't know if it started with the chief editor uh, uh, Ishizuka Ishizuka-san. Uh, but it's something that they that they do a lot in the magazine. And I have to give all the credit for those photos to Noah. He he took those shots, uh, composed it with the little tug that he built, and I've put those out on Facebook. And the response to you know, it's one of those things that is it's it's more than the sum of its parts. Yeah. You know, good model, yes, good photo, yes, good photo of a good model Mm -hmm. in the setting that Noah did was because you've got the ocean in the background, it almost looks like, I don't know if there was a boat back there, but it's just, it feels like there's so much context to it. And then they, yeah. they put it on the, they put it on the base. And, you know, the only thing that a couple of people noticed that it was missing were tie down chains. Uh, there are a few little things that give it away as a model, but, you know, I had a lot of people say on first glance, I, I, why are you posting a photo of the real plane in Agreed. a model building group? Agreed. Which, yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely Sucked me in right out right out of the gate. I've exactly.
0: Understood. Well, actually, Jeff, you were you were talking about um, weathering techniques. There's something you, you're you're going to try. You said.
1: Oh, I'm I, I've never uh, I've never tried. I think Terry's. You've talked a bit about using the acrylic inks, but I've never tried it. So I'm kind of oh yeah. I'm kind of keen to to give that a shot next.
4: Yeah, the really the, the great thing about them, especially like the India inks, is they're they're transparent. There's no pigments in them. Yeah. So they will just tint over whatever you put them on top of. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. it's it's, it's,
1: brilli- it's brilliantly done. The the, 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 um, the photographs and the, the like sometimes the how to pictures for techniques. Uh, the pictures don't quite show you what you really think you you, you really find out you need to know. This is it really is. this is done the right way. Uh, every every shot is is purposeful. Um, I couldn't believe that you actually carved out bits and pieces of the arresting hook. To, to, that was just a genius
2: <laughs> yeah well and that that comes back to when we we're talking about the the ejection seats right yeah, and, and yeah and you know w- figuring out what are the the tells on a kit that that tell you that's injection that it's injection molded what are the limitations of injection molding even for a company mm-hmm. like tamia uh, that you know you you can't there's just certain areas you can't get negative space into and when you can identify those areas and you and you have some of the right tools to tackle it, opening those spaces up and and clearing them out. And it just it just immediately changes your perspective on that piece, mm-hmm. because now you don't have those tells now you don't have now you don't look and go, well, yeah, they had to it's supposed to be sort of 270 degrees of a circle, but they had to do 180 because they can't do a negative cavity behind that. Well, once you introduce that suddenly you've removed that immediate limitation on, on how the, the a viewer will look at it. Yeah. And, you know, so whether it's seat belts on a, on a 3d printed seat or whether you're carving, carving plastic, uh, that's sort of one of those fundamental things for me is any, anywhere that I can do that without, <laughs> without wrecking it, uh, you know that's one of the things I, I always try to do,
1: and I'm looking at this thinking I would wreck that. I guarantee you, I would wreck that.
0: <laughs> you just have to buy a second kit.
1: I would either carve my, <laughs> I would either carve a big gash into my finger, or I would destroy the piece. And I would have looked. Well, at that. What, and,
4: you know a little bit That's of what ink. that's what fine files and such are for. I mean, yeah. a lot of times, wet filing is the best solution. Remember, you're is... not
0: using you're not using the grinder here. It's not a 3D yeah, I know, I know, I know. feeling it's hanger. Different, different,
4: different level of the accuracy.
1: Uh, no, I, what I did come out of this uh, realizing is that uh, some manufacturer is going to get a lot of my money for new tools. Is what's going to
2: happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me put you at ease a little bit. I don't have a lot of carving tools. I have a couple chisels. I have drill bits. Um, I have metal files in in a variety of si- uh shapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not even the small mm-hmm. jewelry brooch jewel bro- jeweler brooch style. They're all mm-hmm. your regular hobby shop stuff. Yeah. And it just it just takes doing it slowly. A little bit at a time. Don't get carried away. Don't try to take away too much. Uh, stop and look at your work. Compare it to your references frequently. Um the other thing, I mean, the, the other thing about realism is you have leeway, right? Even if you don't thin it out as much as it should be, if you can thin out half of it, if you can thin out 75% yeah. of it, you've, if you can at least remove that tell, you've already gotten most of the way to where you need to be.
4: Yeah. Right? Back in the old, right? you know, the monogram Motaki type ones with the molded in tail wheels. I would saw those out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and you know, file them out like you said. You file it out, you put the wheel back in after a little bit of reshaping, and it it's not perfect. It's it's not what you could do, get now through 3D printing or anybody else, but it just looks a lot better. Yep. And yeah, you put that effort into it, and now it's not a hunk of plastic. It's actually separate pieces.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And in a contest situation or a display situation when everybody else is left theirs molded in, it hmm.
4: it immediately jumps out,
0: mm-hmm.
4: yeah, and that still qualifies as out of the box. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Definitely. So well, I think uh, that's
4: the whole point about out of the box is well, that you exactly you
1: yeah
0: make it
4: work. Make it work. Yep. You, make,
0: it work. make it
1: work.
0: Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I've,
4: I've cut up. I've made details out of paper from the instructions for out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> it was I, in the I, box. I've <laughs> used. I've used screw
2: and bent it and molded it. Like I've carved. uh whatever dies or whatever and then I've I've plunged hot plastic into it to try and get x bolts and stuff like that or lenses and <laughs> <Love> <laughs> all it. out of the box.
0: Good yeah. stuff. So um this has been a very popular book. Uh Hobby Link Japan and some of the other retailers are having trouble keeping it in stock, eh?
2: Yeah, I you know I put it out. Well I didn't put it out. daini Bankaiga put it out. I just kind of sat on the sidelines by that point just sweating bullets as to what the response was going to be. <laughs> um you know, it it's from one perspective, it's not everything that I could put into that kit. It was it was built to a production timeline, so I mean there are limitations. The weathering section, I I could write another another book on on weathering it. Um, so you know, and and so you're you're I, always wondering what people's expectations of a book are going to be. Mm-hmm. But it is, I, I mean, it's a book I on think super I,
0: detailing.
4: Uh, I think I hear a volume two
0: yeah i know that's what i'm that's what i was gonna say if if, uh, he's written one now so you know i think there'll be something else in the future so um are you still taking orders uh on your website you've got it for 51 dollars, and you're waiting for more copies to come in
2: yeah so once we sort of so both hobby link japan and hobby search they had a pre-order the pre-order in both cases went i think within about 24 hours Mm -hmm. which surprised me um they filled their pre-orders uh, I I guess around August 2nd when it was released. It's been on back order at both uh since, with one exception, HLJ did get some in and they and were, they were gone. available <laughs> and they were gone. I think it was about six hours. No, yeah. I don't know how many they had. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was that many. Um so I you know I had people asking, so I just said, fine, you know what? I will, I will buy books on on my own from the publisher and I will have them shipped over and I'll sell them here. So I did a pre-order through the end of July uh, and it sold a hundred books through there Wow! and still people kept asking. So I decided, especially with the back order situation, I decided, well, I'll do it again. So that's what I've been doing for the mm. last, uh, well, by the time this drops, probably for the last two weeks uh, is I'm just going to do a series of orders. I think at this point, so long as the demand is there, and uh, and yeah, so people can go to my website, uh, Luftraum72, L-U-F-T-R-A-U-M-72.com. Mm-hmm. And it sort of briefly explains that you are buying, I don't keep any books in stock. You are buying a book, a guaranteed copy on the next purchase order that I put through to the, the publisher. Uh, so that's been open uh, as we're talking here for about five days. And I, I'm pretty much ready to put in an order for 60 books. Uh, ahead of schedule and then as soon as those ship i'll just keep i'll keep adding to the next order so
0: awesome yeah no it's awesome and your website too we're going to have the link for both purchasing the book and your website in the show notes and again fantastic website too if you want to see some other great pictures i see you mentioned here the valkyries back from japan
2: yeah, that, that that's been Jack back from Japan for a while. I just haven't had time to photograph it, yep. like I yep. said yeah. You, you're gonna photograph it.
0: I'm really <laughs> looking forward to that one. That one I'm really looking forward to see. But you've also got, you know, uh, you know, some World War One stuff. Just again, some amazing stuff on your website. And Thank yeah, you. and as uh, as Terry was saying, I have a feeling, uh, you, you know, this will not be the first title coming out from. Well, you, just saying. fingers
2: crossed. You know, it's it's doing well so far, and I hope i hope it does well enough to do a second volume i would certainly love to do if this is super detailing the tomcat i would love to do super weathering the tomcat mm-hmm. and and give that it's it's just due or or maybe super weathering something else like i said yeah. these are not these are not yeah. limited to the specific aircraft and you know if, well, if going to something else improves the visibility or the reach but mm-hmm. um you know it's an idea that that i that I saw Adam Wilder do, he had a, a book where he built a tank and then yep. he had a book where he painted a tank. Exactly. I, I would love to do the same thing.
0: Well, well you know, I also noticed on your website, um, ARMA sent you the 48 scale hurricane kit. I'm sure that was destined for me, but, you know, I think they threw the restraining <laughs> order on. I kept bugging them when it was going to be out and I picked up my copy. And and again, yeah, you've, you're going through that and that's going to be interesting to follow along as well. Um, yeah, yeah, I, just I agree just wish I had you. time for it. Well, absolutely you know from what i've seen yeah it's the finest 48 scale kit of the hurricane yeah, right now out it's, there i agree it's with fantastic you. yeah so very cool and again full sprue shots and all that there as well so yeah definitely check out the site is there anything else you want to add before we end the interview
2: no i just i just like to say i really appreciate the support you guys have given um uh, you know i'm finally coming to terms with the fact that this has all happened um <laughs> it's it's I don't. I wouldn't even go so far as to say it's a. It's it's fulfilled the dream because I don't think I ever held that dream. Well, just make sure you have.
0: Quote. Just make sure you have a sharpie for autographing, or if some lady wants you to autograph <laughs> her butt at the next Heritage <laughs> Con or something. Just I, I've saying. had a
2: few autograph requests, so even that has been a thing. What do you? What do you write in these these situations? So, it's it's been it's been rewarding. It's been humbling. It's been fun. Um, it's it's been a lot of work. I'm surrounded by about a hundred boxes of that I've been folding up today. <laughs>
3: um,
2: it's been a lot of things but awesome. I wouldn't I wouldn't have given it up for the world.
0: no it's and again absolutely gorgeous and uh thank you you know hopefully I don't know if you're going to be able to make it down to, to London, but we'll definitely see you at Heritage. it's on again. my calendar it's I, on your calendar awesome.
2: I I will do what I can to make it
0: I, if you can. Please, please try. Exactly, yeah, and if absolutely. not, we will definitely see you at Heritage Con. Yes, absolutely. And Chris,
2: yeah. if you're ever
1: if you're ever worried that you're getting cocky or you're getting a big head or anything, yeah, just, just come just back free, here. we we'll...
2: come on the show. We, we, ah. We'll bring you down. We'll take you down a peg.
0: Yeah, no worries. No worries. <laughs> Okay. So, let's let's go on to what's on the bench. Um I'm going to start with me. Uh not much progress. A lot of stuff happening at work. I'm covering for vacation, so I basically have two hospital buildings I'm covering, so a lot of running around. Um but as I just mentioned, I was at my local hobby store on the weekend getting a sponsorship arranged for the show and lo and behold what jumped into my hand is yes, the Arma Hobby. Uh, 148th Hurricane Mark 2C. And as we just said, I had a quick look at it. Absolutely gorgeous kit. Um, I've got some basement reno work a little bit going on. So I haven't had, I've had to move the airbrush booth. So I got to do some more masking on the satellite. Try not to go cross-eyed. But yeah, that's what with me right now. Jeff, how about you, sir?
1: I haven't had much time. I mean, we had to, we were kicked out of this, our house this weekend for, um, I think about 16 people stayed here for a wedding, <laughs> and, uh, and and so we we had to do a lot of work leading up to that to get the place clean. But uh, once that one, now that they're gone, they're clean. They left some wine. That's really kind of nice. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, that, all that stuff is good. I'm still I've been working on the the Savoia Marchetti, this double hull uh-huh. piece painted in porco rosso colors. So we'll hey. get there.
0: Mamma oh, mia, mamma mia. Um,
1: it's getting there. But otherwise, I'm no, hoping to have some free time now to, to maybe actually work on something. I, I did uh, one of the kits I picked up from um, uh, that local fellow in London who was selling his uncle's collection was the Italeri uh, 172nd XB-70. Falcon oh, Bomber.
0: yes. Yes. I know it, you picked that it, up.
1: It is just it is kind of calling to me. I just feel, you know, it's a monster kit. It's built. a big project. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I figured there's going to be a lot of plastic dust, but I got a new respirator, so I should be good. Well, that's
0: good. And you got your grinder. So, you know, it's worse comes to worse. <laughs> you never All know. Good. OK, All good. awesome. Terry, yeah. how about you,
4: sir? Uh, mostly uh, back to cleaning the bench is on the bench. Um, yeah, I'm getting rid of some clutter and stuff that I've been sitting around for mm-hmm. quite a while. You know how it is. Yep. Um, and I find stuff that I, I knew I had, but lost. So, <laughs> um, I, my, my goal is to get rid of a lot of crap over the next few weeks and then, then work on the surface of the bench and, and get to the place where I can start working again. Uh, beyond that pups, getting me up at five or so. That doesn't help. No, <laughs> yeah.
0: it's okay. My cats get me up at five. So, you know, I know the feeling, uh, except, yeah. except I just feed them and go back to bed. You you got to like,
4: yeah, no, I take them out. And then Zeus and Toshi decide that from five to six is the best time of day to play. Of course, so I can't even go back to sleep. Oh, dear. But Toshi's up to seven, 37 pounds now. He's a muscular little guy.
0: And he's growing into those ears.
4: <laughs> we'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah exactly all right, good stuff, Chris. what about you?
2: Uh, my bench is boxes mailing labels, and books books, books <laughs> um, in between all that i am I am working on arma one seventy second scale f six c mustang uh, so I'm doing Ooh, the nice. the french uh photo recon plane. Uh, which is actually for another book that's coming up with uh, joycraft called mini hanger number one. Very cool. And uh and then I've also got a, a bit of a secret project, which I can't go into details, but I this I'm I'm having a Chris Mettings moment. Uh sort of got my my little secret thing on the side there. So hopefully <laughs> in the next next month or two I can maybe well, just can remember break cover. your
0: fellow Canadian podcast when you when you release it. We're glad to have you <laughs> back. <laughs> Oh,
2: everybody's going to know about it when I release
0: it. That's awesome. But, you know, you know, (laughs) again, there's only one Canadian podcast. You got to, you know, you got to stick to the side. Okay. (laughs) Mr. Goodman.
3: I've been just plugging away on, uh, on my, my shelf queen redemption project. And, um, I just added a few posts, uh, or pictures rather to our show notes or the show. I just got this, um, Mr. Finishing Servicer Pink. Yes. I I saw that at the store. Yeah, I special ordered that, and then uh, he finally got it in. He didn't know what I was talking about, but uh, listeners, maybe you will know. So the pink surfacer or primer, that's what you use when you're going to be doing reds or yellows, and it right. helps the, sort of enrich in the color, right? So I, I added a photo of these sort of vents um, that are part of the Gundam Hazel, and mm-hmm. it's 144 scale, and like the small little louvers are photo etched, and it's going to be kind of an orangey yellow color, so that's why I chose the pink as the base. Cool. Um, yeah, I've been working on that and doing some detail painting on the GPO three, which is almost done. That's cause...
0: looking good. That's looking really good. I know you've had that for a while.
3: Yeah, Next. and then I've got the. I, I include a little picture of my my M I F E from Bosnia, just as a little motivation myself. It's been in that very ninety nine percent done <laughs> stage for yeah. know, going on year four. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, uh, procrastinating on getting into the figures, but you know, i will get cool. there.
0: Cool. Awesome. Okay. And then the newer segment we've been t- trying to, you know, what we're reading, I actually, uh, yeah, last night I started this cause the library finally had the ebook in, uh, this is, uh, called starry messenger, cosmic perspectives on civilization by Dr. Tyson. Um, just started last night. Um, this was, uh, out last year to very good reviews and i've literally just a couple of pages in but he's trying to you know remind people about the rationality of science um i'm sure there's a shot about across the bow for certain people uh but we won't get into that we're not a political podcast are we not at all <clears throat> anyway started on that jeff how about you
1: uh i just uh, i just started a, a quick fun read an old book uh by elmore leonard uh, called maximum bob and it's just a good murder, good a good mystery slash detective slash thriller slash comedy uh, in southern Florida involving alligators. And a, <laughs> and, a, you know, and a local judge who likes to give out more than the maximum sentence, hence the nickname Maximum Bob. Anyway, is, there a,
0: <laughs> is, is there a butler? If he hasn't been fed to the alligators yet, he's, he's the guy you should watch.
1: <laughs> it's Florida. They don't have butlers in Florida. Because <laughs> the alligators,
0: the alligators got him, I guess, right?
1: It sounds like a lot sloshing in it. Yeah. That's about it.
2: Yeah. All right. No, Chris. that's about
0: it. All right, Chris, how about you?
2: Uh I've just finished a couple sci-fi books from Adrian Tchaikovsky. Mm-hmm. Uh he had he had two three book series. Uh so the final one was Children of Memory for one mm. and Lords of Uncreation for the other. Yes. And now I'm just in a really sad place because finishing two series back to back at the same time is just they're both fantastic. It's some of the best sci-fi I've they're read in, in, my in a Q. long time. Yeah, they're in they, my queue. Yeah. They really are. They're yeah, actually series. Okay. Yeah. So now it's just, oh, what do I what do I read now? So he's, he's got a couple other standalone stuff, which I think I'm going to explore. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there was both
4: of them were just stellar Very cool. final episodes.
0: Awesome. Okay, Terry.
4: Um, almost done with uh, Tom Cleaver's Clean Sweep. Uh, probably just a couple more settings. Uh, maybe... 20 or 30 pages left
3: mm-hmm.
4: um, something like that uh, it, it's been very good it is it is so much information packed in yeah uh, he does a great job of you know of, of telling the stories behind the people and and how some of the, the political situation moved in as well but um there's so much of it on on the eighth fighter the eighth air force's fighters but it's, it's also as much about the bombers anyway um that's gone well. I did start uh, Moorcock's Elric books. Excellent. So that uh, moving along with those, you, you can tell they were written uh, many decades ago. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a different style than than modern. Yeah. Uh, but you can see yeah, the foundations, just like his foundation was Tolkien and such. You can yeah. see what happened afterward, really drawing from this. It's very interesting.
0: Oh, you'll enjoy them. Great, great series. I, I should go back and reread them. It's been like 30 years since so i've read them but yeah great. to
4: um to chris to uh to bring up date, i had picked up a uh, elric figure at wonderfest in mm-hmm. and it's it's very nice i did start cleaning that up so i should put that on there too um yeah that's the other thing i've been doing just cleaning up some resin kits here and there uh and they're like i've never actually read those books so time to read those books there you go yeah
0: awesome okay anthony what have you got
3: uh, I just finished. I have. I'm not starting anything right at the moment, but I just finished up a uh, Simu Liu's autobiography, which I really enjoyed. Um, he's like uh, you might know him from Shang Chi, mm-hmm. or he's in the Barbie film, and he was in a, a really popular show called. Uh, what was it called? So popular one, right out of your head. <laughs> Sorry, it Chris.
2: Was, was it Kim's Convenience?
3: Yes. Thank oh, you. Well, Kim's Convenience. Yes uh yeah it was really interesting because he's uh his his parents were um he he details his grandparents and parents life in communist china Mm -hmm. and his own his own roots um coming from china uh as an immigrant and growing up in canada for the most part and his journey to being a like a a full-time you know hollywood actor it was it was great it was really interesting he was a um yeah, it's it well written. It's an interesting story, but I mean, I've just been—I've uh, also been covering my eyes this whole time because I don't want to spoil a surprise. I got in on the Hobby Search uh, um, pre-order for Chris's book, and I almost had the Hobby Link one. I think I put it in my cart and walked away, and I came back to finish the order, and then it said it wasn't available. And Tom. I was like, "Holy crap! What's <laughs> Hobby Search?" And then quickly opened up an account there and got it on that one um didn't know he was gonna be selling them himself right so <laughs> and i i just really want to crack open to that book so i didn't look at it at our meat i've been looking away when jeff's been holding up the pictures and just like plug on <laughs> my ears when you talk about it so it's a fresh experience for me so in other did words you get, we shouldn't you get your have your shipping notice pardon me have you got your I, shipping notice for I, it at least yes okay. i i do have the shipping notice it, it's on route
0: sorry right. like, so so I'm excited it doesn't that. take long so so so, Jeff. In other words, don't take a picture of every page and send it to him, please.
1: What well, would I do that? Never. I'm
3: just dying to find out if his Valkyrie made it into the book. We'll find out when. Shall I'm we? Shall we package. spoil it for you now? Oh, what a mystery! Shall I turn to page seventy?
0: Yeah, <laughs>
4: sure.
0: <laughs> well, he knows because I mentioned it at the club meeting. So yeah. the spoiler yes. was already gone. All righty. So yeah, no, that's going to be fine. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about our good friend at Sean's Custom Model Tools. Now we're going to talk a bit about Sean's Custom Model Tools, one of our other sponsors of the Scale Model Podcast. Some very cool things, both 3D printed and the Goodman Super Sanding blocks. Let's start with the Micro Set and Micro Sole Decal Set Bottle Stand. This is uh purposely designed for the Microscale set and sole. Uh, Most modelers over the years, they've tipped these bottles over so uh, this is a very handy thing. At $14.95 you can uh, put them both together. They're printed in blue and red for easy identification. Comes with a black base and they actually have little magnets on it so it helps keep them in place. Definitely a good deal. I use mine all the time and I can well recommend them. Let's talk a bit about those Goodman Model Super Sanding Blocks, namely the value pack combo for $28.99. You get the 80 grit, 180 grit, 220, 320, 400, and 600. Uh, Just an amazing set. Uh, Just what you need. And you can also, uh, if you want, you can also get a, a sanding super sanding block stand for it, which also uh, really makes life a little bit easier, helps Helps things keep it organized. The other thing too is they have, they have the awesome model tape dispenser for uh, your various tapes. It's basically a 3D printed thing. You put spools of your tapes, it's got a little razor blade to help uh, cut it and it's really, uh, Really, really good design. Uh, so yeah, works out really well. And yours for 1995. So check out these and other amazing deals at Sean's Custom Model Tools and uh, also on Facebook. And tell them that the Scale Model Podcast sent you. All right, things we've seen. Another one, Neil Neil Prentice. Who had this one?
4: I did. Okay, go so. Ahead. So uh, yeah, Anthony knows Neil, and yes. this is another one of Neil's experiments, which means it will get guilds everywhere it shows up.
0: God damn it! You're right.
4: Oh yeah, <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, so he man. saw he saw like the Ghost of Kiev and these sort of things. He was like looking at decals and like ah, and Neil and I are painters, so. He's, uh, he's doing a fairly wow. simple digi camo on a VF 11 Thunderbolt. Fairly simple. But yeah. Ta- yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Masking off all those panel, those like seam tape lines or whatever they are that don't get the color and all that kind of stuff is pretty interesting. Wow.
0: God damn it. Good job. You know what? I will so, try this at some point.
4: You can see he it's just before he is doing cleanup. This is literally right after he pulled off the masks. Yeah. So you'll see a little jaggeds here and there. It's hard to know with whether those are will wow. come up with a swab or if he has to do a little bit of more work with it.
0: Well, the one thing I learned from doing the two ball so far is you definitely want to paint parts separate before
4: putting it all together.
0: So that's one mm-hmm. thing I have learned, and I'm just, I'm just, yeah. And I they're see, all
4: a little different. I'm not sure. Yeah, I know true, I. True. I don't know what this VF11 is like when you build it up. Well, I have one in the
0: stash, so very nice. And I see awesome. he tinted. Go ahead,
3: Chris. Oh, I was, uh, oh, I sorry, Anthony. Say, it's Anthony. I'm a huge fan of Neil's. His stuff is always <laughs> mind blowing. It's it. awesome. That's exciting to see. this. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris, we
4: should. I should send you pictures of the Macross uh, F14 he did with with the thrusters and with the, all the instrumentation yeah, and all please, this kind of stuff do. he did. Yeah. yeah, It's it's not just, and it would have been valid to put to put UN symbols just on a, on a f14 that would have been valid but no yeah. this is yeah. the test bed the intermediary before the vf0 nice. nice yeah yeah send those
2: send those along i love to see that yeah i don't think yeah, and I he ever,
4: i don't know if i could do, ever do a digital camo that just is
2: too much for my um, brain but oh, he man. and i
4: rarely do I, I on world war ii stuff i'll do clear plexi uh, but he on science fiction stuff we rarely do clear and he's pretty heavily tinted this canopy yellow and he's put the pilot in, so he's going to do it. To in, so do gonna, do it oh, yeah. Flight, definitely. Yeah, he'll God always do pilots. God damn it.
0: <laughs> it looks good. I can't. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely amazing. I look
4: forward to seeing what else he does with this. Yeah, that's mm. going to look good.
0: Anything, anyone else have anything, any last minute things we've seen? Anyone, anyone? Bueller? I, I
2: saw, so Mung has that that one new 112 scale McLaren race car. Yes. People have oh. seen that. Have you seen the, the resin driver that comes with it and the price of the resin driver that comes no. with it? Is the it? car is $208 American. The driver okay. is half that cost. Oh Jesus. For well, a little driver. If <laughs> you can
0: find a link, throw it on the show note. <laughs> for I, me I, I will, I'll I will do it. that. Yeah. Just so throw it's it. Good, you, it's good you, for a laugh. Yep. Exactly. All righty. See, like I said, all aspects of the hobby we cover here. So uh, Chris, thank you again for joining us. Always a pleasure. You're welcome back anytime. As a Thanks fellow guys. as a fellow Canadian. And uh we wish you all the best with continued big selling uh book sales. Hopefully it'll make the New yeah.
4: York Times bestseller list. It looks great. You know, my philosophy on, on books like this is if you get if you get a few tips out of it and, and let in, and it makes you try something new. It's well worth the price, and fifty bucks is not a large yeah, amount for, for what anything. you're getting
0: here. Exactly. No. And again, thank you for providing us with a review copy. You're very which, welcome. Which means Jeff's going to put his F14 kit higher in the queue. And, Unless you uh, use some, I, I, I know there might be some weathering ideas you, you can use on your Felix Snow.
1: Oh, don't! Oh,
4: he's got to a wing that wings, Felix, Felix no, Chris. Yeah, of <laughs> course. So- oh, we will never let that down. No, we won't. <laughs> turnbuckles, totally. man! Three D printed turnbuckles. Oh, go. I'm going
2: for it. I'm going. All <laughs> excellent. Well, I need to get three D three D printed machine guns
4: too. Yep. From oh, yeah. Batch. Oh yeah. Oh uh, Yeah, I would think so.
0: We keep sending him links. We keep winding them up, so that's all right. Okay, (laughs) so we're also sponsored, as we mentioned, Anthony mentioned before, our good friends at Return to Kitform. Return, the number two, kitform.com. Check out their web store, absolutely fabulous canopies for your Macross needs and all that good stuff. And it sounds like there may be something new coming out, so stay tuned. Definitely. Stay tuned for that. Brett and Chrissy will leave you with a positive experience. They absolutely love it. Uh, for more modeling podcast goodness, uh, check out the modelpodcast.com page. Uh, this is a page we set up for all the podcasts where you can uh, see what else people is doing. We actually added a couple of new ones. So when I was doing the live stream for the Lusuru um, Cup unboxing with uh, just making conversation with Malcolm and that. Uh, a couple of guys on the chat thing came in there and said, Oh, how do we uh, add our podcast? So check them out. I think we're up to 12 now. So, you know, definitely podcast is, you know, people thought originally, Well, it's audio. How are you going to do it? But it's, you know, it's worked well. So definitely check that out. Don't forget, leave us a positive review on your favorite podcast site. It does help. Uh, we're also on Facebook, YouTube, and, of course, scalemodelpodcast.com, where you can see all the awesome pictures and, you know, puppy puppy pictures, right? That's all you need. Yes. Uh, Right. You know, that should just get a yep. thousand there. We also have some merchandise now. You can check that out on Redbubble. And of course, like I said, all the show notes are at scalemodelpodcast.com So for episode one twenty four, my name is Stuart Clark.
2: I'm Jeff Hyland.
4: It's me, Anthony, signing off. I'm Chris Eber. I'm Terry Measley, reminding you that it's not hoarding if it's models or books. I like
0: it. I like it. <laughs> I Thank you and be well.
4: You know? <laughs>